0: You know what's better than a tripod? A quad pod.
1: Isn't that just a table?
0: Wrong. It's a quad pod. Talking sports, pop culture, food, and, uh, more sports. Unofficially brought to you by KSRO and North Bay Biz Magazine. It's the quad pod with Jeff Woodworth, Mike DeWold, Luke Straub, and Frank Summerall.
1: It now did. You're saying this it stuck did. I grabbed. I grabbed two napkins on accident. One hit the ground, and I said, "Oh shit!" Then I'm now I'm obligated to use both of them. I can't. I have to put oh, both. I can't put one because back because that it is hit the ground. In rats. Exactly. Hey, look. It was up to you. Well, you don't want to bring their business. Don't air out the dirty laundry like that, I man. Like, come on. <laughs> Just saying. It's usually what gets yelled out before I go can poop. Can you burp on air? <laughs> uh, there you go. I can burp on command. What are you talking oh, about? What it do baby? And welcome to the Quad Pod. <laughs> Yo. Like that, like that introduction. We're back. It's been a, it's been a while. It's been exactly one week. Exactly (laughs) one week. I know it always feels like the week goes by hella fast, but it feels like it's been a long time since we've done this. You notice how that works? Yeah. Mike, you're one of the village elders. Is that is that how it gets when you get older? Oh, completely. Threw him under the bus right there. Been the longest (laughs) week of my life. (laughs) It was. Yeah, it can was. you believe the Super Bowl happened? Oh, God. It was wild. Wa- <laughs> Do I mean, we have to? Even just around here. What are you talking about? Great. I mean, hell of a week, man. I, I
2: just I, see your uh, Elmo gif in my mind <laughs> all the time now. <laughs> Permafry the, in
1: there. Are you retiring that? No. Okay. It's active. <laughs> used for whenever I choose to see chaos and, <laughs> or, and seek chaos and when chaos is achieved.
3: We're, who's going to be the new Niners for that you? That
1: or I'll just start tweeting out pictures of the Joker lighting the money on fire in the dark night. That's,
3: <laughs> that's super fun. I
1: don't know. Yeah. I pick a team in every sport every year that I'm just like, de facto, I'm just gonna hate on you. And this year I <laughs> spun, normally based spun the on, dial on the fan base. Boom. And the Niners landed on this year, yeah. You mean a the team
0: that was four and twelve last year they and got, they went three and zero because they got
1: way too cocky. That's what happened right there. Like, like these they, guys they beat the Steelers a weak Steelers team in week three and all of a sudden it was well this team's gonna win the Super Bowl and it's like, Well, I'm flattered that you, you think like because you beat the Steelers
3: local teams.
1: I do, weird. just not the Niners.
0: I find it funny that you know the what one, though is I'll yeah. support
1: them next year. You also don't like
3: the Raiders. I
1: don't care for this. Well, the they're peers. not local anymore. Yeah, thank they're goodness. They're I'm just so I happy just they're gone. i make on that them. mistake a lot. So happy they're
0: gone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was a good one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, let's get things started here with the first segment. Uh, Mike, you want to cue the music, por favor? Any day. Hey, this will all be edited out. No, it won't. Just kidding. I'm putting you on board. We don't edit. Yeah, I know. I just throw in the uh, the breakers and then and then hit mix. <laughs>
3: Frankie, baby, what are we doing? Well, the Super Bowl happened. It hmm. did. Um, for three three and a half quarters, Niners are winning that game. Man,
0: I was chalking it up as a victory at one point.
3: Um, I I picked huh. the Niners with Mike. <laughs> um, didn't make any sense for Mahomes to be that young winning you a Super and win
0: a Super Bowl. Both wrong. For three quarters, they were right.
1: And then it, but they uh, weren't right in the right quarter. At the end of the, <laughs> at the, end of the fourth quarter, they were a oh, wrong.
3: But for you, Woody, it's not even a sense of relief or happiness. It's just it just happened that the Niners finally lost. Really, in though, the biggest more, game. More important question: Do you guys have a favorite Super Bowl commercial? I don't. Cheetos.
2: Ah, the, the Cheetos?
1: Cheetos, the Cheetos the, Cheetos, Cheetos, the cheesy hands. Yeah, cheesy the, hands. the planners one sucked. I like oh. to Jason Momoa a one where he's ripping off his muscles. That's good. Speaking of ripping oh, off his was, muscles. Oh, that, was that was weird, dude. Speaking of ripping off his muscles, exposed to fraud that he is. Let's talk about Kyle Shanahan.
0: That's <laughs> 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 great. Segue. Just great pickup. He completely segue.
1: overcoached himself, just totally over his skis there. And I just, you know what? The best stat about Kyle Shanahan is I tweeted it out as soon as I found out about it because it's just one of those where it's just like, this is a gem. In the last 10 minutes of both Super Bowls that he's been in, he has been outscored. Granted, some of this is the defense's fault, but that's the, the, the bigger number well, will be the defense's yeah. fault. 46 to nothing. The, the, the zero is the, the key number the zero. In the last 10 minutes? Of, of both Super Bowl games combined huh? in the last 10 minutes. So, Kyle Shanahan, it is a lot of it is your fault because you get over your skis and you start overthinking and trying to out-be the smartest guy in the room, which Uncle Colin Coward tells you all the time not to do. Do not think that you're the smartest guy in the room. Uncle Colin. And, and, he is our, he is and our then, uncle. And then look what happens. Look what happens. You've blown not one Super Bowl,
3: but two Super Bowls. So congratulations. What about uh, Jimmy G? What about him? Do you hang any of that on him? Bum.
0: Well, you know, I'll say like... Well, how bad was Bum. this fourth quarter? It was, it was really interesting because for me at, at the end, and I know Niners fans have talked about this. I've heard them on the radio. Uh, fans and followers of the team, they said, okay, here's Jimmy G's chance. To be, and I can't say the straight face. To be Joe Montana, huh? He's got, he's got a late game. <laughs> he he's got a late game situation. He's got an opportunity to win the game, and he just was not Joe Montana. And that, fairly or unfairly, is one of the guys that every Niners fans puts their quarterbacks against.
3: Yeah, I mean, Emmanuel Sanders got open. That was he, was, yeah, sure. he was, he, was he, he had his, he had the shot. He got open. He split two guys. It beat, beat Matthew, and he had it. Um, for me. In hindsight, and I should have known that the Chiefs were going to win after this, when Shanahan, I don't know oh. what happened oh. at the end of the first half. Oh, man. oh. That yeah. is, I will
0: never forget that, that the Niners got booed going into halftime at a Super Bowl. They all have How hard chance. is that to do?
1: I still have yet to I haven't done it. I didn't done a follow-up podcast with uh, on the CSR with the Niner fans that I so so oh, lovely do that. that with. You, you don't need to worry. call them all back. It'll be it'll, it'll be on Sunday. They haven't been returning my phone calls. Yeah. <laughs> so the the problem is is um, I'd hurting. love to hear their excuse and their defense of Jimmy G when your own coach physically showed you in the biggest stage that he was not comfortable with letting his quarterback take a shot down the field and then And then you can throw out all the numbers you want about how he's 22 or 27 or whatever the BS Mm -hmm. was. Captain Checkdown is what Jimmy... Jimmy G and the G stands for Checkdown because it's silent. But I'm telling you (laughs) right now, when it came time in the fourth quarter and he was supposed to make those big throws, he can't. He can't do it. And I think the, the... watching Mahomes go out there and just sling the, the rock all over the place because he had a terrible game for yeah. the first three-and-a-half quarters. Not phased at all. Goes out there, unloads, throws a rainbow to Tyreek Hill, which just felt like it hung in the air for forever. And then Sammy Watkins against Richard Sherman. Mm. My favorite song was listening to Richard Sherman be so short-answered with the media afterwards because you got <laughs> your ass fried. <laughs> Excuse me, I was just getting excited there. You yeah. got your ass fried, and to the point where your face is sliding across the turf in front of everybody. And it's not like it was just; it wasn't like it was any wide receiver. It was Sammy Watkins, okay? Sammy Watkins versus Richard Sherman, which is like the AARP of the league going and up against each other, right there. We get two guys that can still produce; they're probably just over
0: the hill. I told you guys, the speed kills. I said it. And I did too.
3: I I knew that wait, team was wait, fast.
0: Wait, no, no, it was all me. Okay, <laughs> I was kidding, gonna I say know. I didn't, I, I didn't, know. I forget.
3: And what was the mm-hmm. Niners' response to losing the Super Bowl? Oh, let's woo! go hang out a little way. Let's go yeah. out a little way. <laughs> they pulled the Dan Marino. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Explain the Dan Marino. The, you explain the, it to me. The
0: Dan Marino uh, story is that after his Dolphins lost to the 49ers in the Super Bowl in 1984, it was Marino's like second year, I believe. And everyone, including Marino, thought he was going to come back, especially Marino, because after the game, he was popping bottles of champagne and just laughing his butt off. And this is per the 30 for 30 with Dan Marino. I thought he was going to get back. Uh, he thought I thought was going to get back. And, well, we all know he didn't. And that's why he's uh, considered by some to not even be one of the best uh, quarterbacks, uh, you know, in that group of all time. And
1: unless you're the New England Patriots, there's really no promise that you're getting back to the playoffs the next year either. Like, I understand that this core is very – the defensive core is very strong. They're probably going to have to pay Armstead. There's going to be a couple guys out there that are going to be demanding some money. Uh, granted, yeah, I it it's probably – depending on the system – but I want to know because the NFL is always a year behind, right? So now that these guys – look what happened to the Rams because we were Ooh. singing the Rams praises all the way to the Super Bowl last year about how is anybody going to stop this offense, look at this game plan. And I don't care how much Shanahan loves drawing up his run plays. You give guys a year to go and study all the tape and see everything, all the all the tricks and all the gadgets he's got going on, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm not going to make any record predictions. But they could they could very much win their division next year. I just don't see them having the type of success they had this year that they have next year in well, the win-loss column.
3: You made a great point of looking at how the Niners defense attacked mobile QBs. They struggled. Yes. And the, the NFL is going back to this Cap-Newton mobile quarterback what was the first name there? Uh, Cap, Cap. Oh! Capernick. Wow! Um, Cap-Newton. Uh, <laughs> going back to this, this uh, mobile quarterback phase. And, you know, once again, Mahomes didn't run the ball all that much. You only had 29 yards. He did score that big touchdown. And it's always a threat.
0: And it's always a threat. And he's, you know, Mahomes, I, I just, the kid's obviously a fantastic player, but, you know, through watching him in the AFC West, one thing that really impresses me about him amongst many things is he really is pretty unflappable for being that young. I mean, Nick Bosa was up in his face lots of the game Deep and every play It impacted him clearly through three quarters, but he was not phased. He went out there and got it done. Something I have to mention about the, the, the Niners in that game. They only ran the ball 20 times and that shocked me. And I thought that maybe, uh, Shanahan put too much faith in Garoppolo to get it done. And I don't know what he was thinking there. But he then just he had no
3: faith in him to finish the first half. Yeah. yeah. It's really I'm weird. Really Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I
0: agree. It's weird. Uh, uh not on the same page all the way through 60 minutes. You know, players have, players are, are told to play a 60-minute ball game. Did Shanahan, he wasn't able to coach a 60-minute ball game. R- really uh, unfortunate. The
2: most depressing part of this for Niner fans is they will... I mean, it's hard enough for a team that loses a Super Bowl to get back to it. I, they will never have the stars align like they did this year. Nope. With all the teams that they didn't have to play
0: along the way to the Super Bowl. I mean...
2: They didn't have to play New Orleans. They didn't have to play the Seahawks again.
0: I mean, yeah, and how, good, good yeah. luck with that. How it turned out at the end of the year where they, yeah. they made that big play, yeah. were they able to get the number one seed. One thing I will say about the Niners' chances next year, they did have, you know, they won four games last year. So maybe you know, in theory, they they, they go back to win to, four to four games. games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I, totally, I see what you did there. Yeah. yeah. Well, Thank you, Frank. I was thinking but like was, mine, I was, alike, Frank. I got. I was you. thinking something something a little bit different. That was uh, wow. give me uh, that was good, but I'm thinking you know they were ahead of schedule this year, and I'm looking at of course not going to be as good as they were last year because they were incredible, but I'm looking for them to have a. Solid year. I next just, year. I just
1: want Niner fans to sit back. If there are any Niner fans that are listening, I'm not good. I'm not doing the I told you so because originally yeah. I said that they were going to be a seven and nine or okay. seven and nine nine to seven team ceiling tops. They've continued to prove me wrong. At this point, I'm just more laughing at your misery as a Niner <laughs> fan that you lost in the Super Bowl because I've been there and I listened to you talk for the entire season and no matter what I fired off, you shot back. Your team shut me up. That's fine. Watching you cry in your misery right now is all I need. It's well, my favorite song. But let me throw this. <laughs> (laughs) out Jimmy Garoppolo 20 of 31 219 yards for a touchdown and two interceptions contrast with your rushing game that had Mostert with 12 carries 58 yards so he averaged Mm. 4.8 yards a carry Tevin Coleman was averaging 5.6 and even Debo Samuel on his three rushing plays was averaging 17 and a half yards a carry why in the wide world of sports did you decide that it was okay to start relying on Jimmy Garoppolo
3: Mostert had four touches in the fourth I don't. I mean, the guy who incredible. had two hundred yards yeah. against Green Bay. Yeah. Really, I don't. Yeah,
2: I don't get uh, Shanahan's love affair with Tevin Coleman. Like, no, he's, hmm. he. He's, Stop that. He's maybe the worst running back of the. Of how they have like four running backs. Tevin Coleman
3: just... is great. Ah. I love Tevin. Coleman. They Cole, have really a history not. in Atlanta. Do not listen, he's... Tevin Coleman. Come on the show. Is he, Let's <laughs> hang out. Is he, is... I have had you on my fantasy team multiple <laughs> years. You've been great, Tim. Well, we understand,
0: we understand Frank's love affair with Tevin Coleman, but, but what is... what is all fantasy <laughs> football. <laughs> what is, uh, what fantasy. Did, well, he just needed to hand the ball off to somebody. He could have, I mean, geez, Louise, they came out on fire, uh, and lots of it had to do with you know handing the ball to Debo Samuel.
1: Jimmy G is undefeated at handing the ball off, all right? Nobody yeah. hands the ball off better than Jimmy Garoppolo. But the minute you make that guy start, like, he has to carry the load here. You see this, it's a, what is this, a total of 20 carries. 20, you had 51 offensive plays. And he threw, he dropped back to throw the ball 31 times. Bad. Get out of here. May I Get attempt to here.
0: shift from the uh, the agony of defeat and go to the thrill of victory with Nobody the Chiefs? Nobody cares City, about the Chiefs. The yeah, I want to point out a couple things that barely anybody showed up to their their parade slash celebration. It's probably cold. It was probably cold, but still. Just add, it's facts is facts. Also, there are some hilarious videos. I hope you guys saw Travis Kelsey of Travis Kelsey uh, going. Uh, I, not as much that. I did see Patrick Mahomes throw a fan a pass. And the fan ran smack into a parking meter and took a pretty mean header. Uh, also, there were uh, there were Chiefs fans without their pants on falling from trees. Yes, it was uh, a, a hilarious calamity of Chiefs fans, and um, I, I was City. I was so I was entertained. Kansas well,
1: City deserved it. Let me
3: let me ask that about Kansas City. So we live in the Golden State of California. Don't be jealous, listeners. It's uh, humble, February and it's wonderful. Humble, <laughs> humble um, true. In Kansas City. In, in in that area of the country, is it more of a baseball town?
1: Probably, I imagine. And it's hella cold out. You got to think it's Kansas City. Well, are we talking about Kansas City, Kansas or Kansas City, Missouri? Oh, well, hopefully <laughs> Missouri. Donald one, Trump, either on. <laughs> one.
0: <laughs> there's no professional teams in Kansas. Everybody Either says, no one is going to be
1: difference. really cold this time of year, so that's the only excuse I'll give Chiefs fans is at least when you're at Chiefs. Because yeah. everybody that showed up looks like it would have been enough to fill up Arrowhead. No, there's right, no so. excuse. Yeah, exactly. they yeah.
3: They're known to have a really great uh, fan base and, like, and home crowd. Yeah. Exactly what I was going to say. But again, are yeah. you trying
1: to stand outside in the cold when you could be at home just drinking and celebrating? I doubt anybody there has been sober for
0: the, well, the past you week. You know what? Ask the guy that was in the tree with his pants off. I don't, think, see what? He's, I don't think he's gone. I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> very much anywhere.
1: My favorite part of the championship parade was Travis Kelsey playing, trying to use the play on words with uh-huh. um, fight for your right to party. Oh, right. You know? And instead, he uh, he chose for fight for your right to Lombardi. The only problem, what makes it even funnier, is that Travis Kelsey, feeding into the big Ophi football stereotype, believes that the past participle of uh, fight is not fought, it is fighted. So he gets oh, up no. on stage and says, we fighted for our right. To Lombardi. Wait, did you really say that? Yes, he did. Man, 100. And that you can't make this up. I got to, I've got to, re, I've got to review the film. And then he goes up there and just continues to make an ass of himself. Very nice photo. On, on his, on his, speech. It was great. You could tell that he was heavily, heavily sedated with some beverages and uh, was, was just having the time of his life. When is he gonna run his dating show back? No, they got, re, they bad. got mad at him for that. that. Have, really have you seen his girlfriend? Have uh, you seen his girlfriend? No. Tra- Google Travis Kelsey's girlfriend. She's pretty hot.
0: Unlike Patrick Mahomes' girlfriend,
1: well, I'm not saying Patrick Mahomes is. I mean, just saying. Those, I had to that's throw it a, out there. My that's, bad. Well, I was trying not to, but I couldn't. That's help whatever it. you want, but just just imagine yeah. the old Yankee swap with Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes type deal. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I don't know. I don't the know. What? No what? We need to learn more about they Travis come Kelsey. With the Yankee swap. Just you
0: know. I'll I'll Google, I'll Google it later. Yeah. yeah. I
1: just, well, I don't think they actually Yankee swapped each other, but it looks like they could Yankee swap. Oh, what was that? What was that oh, button that, on the oh, board? Oh, good. I thought we were getting transmitted over okay. there on the air for a second.
0: I was concerned for a second. Yeah. We're good. I saw Mike's life flash before his eyes. S- <laughs> speaking of speaking of imbibing, uh, someone asked Patrick Mahomes on Twitter if he was how hungover he was, and he said that he was prepared because he went to Texas Tech. Nice, so, dude. He shout drinks. out Texas Tech. Drinks. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> Texas baby.
1: What do you got on uh, Andy Reid, Frank? Yeah.
3: Oh, Andy Reid. Let's go. Andy Reid won a Super Bowl. And we're all happy for him. I
0: mean the love is flowing from Frank. We got Tevin Coleman love. We cool. got we got Andy Reed love.
3: <laughs> I mean, everyone loves Andy Reid. He's great. He's D- does like, Tevin Coleman love Andy Reid? Like, like, probably not. Probably, probably not his <laughs> ass. But I was going through uh, Andy Reed's playoff losses and they are brutal en route mm. to his final Super Bowl victory. Uh, we know about the streak of championship runs he had with McNabb from two thousand to two thousand four. He lost to the Rams by 5 points 24-29 he then gets crushed by Tampa who would win the Super Bowl never forget Oh. McNabb threw 3 interceptions in 100 yards passing in a 3-14 to loss to Carolina what? in 2003 Dang. another quarterback had to come in I don't and know Andy if he got team
0: scoring 3 points with Donovan McNabb finally oh. in
3: 2004 in a well documented Super Bowl they make it with Terrell Owens he has the game with the, with the broken ankle and all that and the puking game that we all know about <laughs> we all know and love couldn't win little, it. Leave it all out really on the up. field. Leave yeah. it all out on the field. <laughs> and then I don't know if McNabb was hurt, but in 2005 they didn't make the playoffs afterwards. 2006, Jeff Garcia. How old were you in 2005, Frank? I was eight. <laughs> Love it. It's <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. Undefeated. <laughs> <laughs> I was oh, a wee little lad watching man. Peyton Manning. I
1: was, I was only like 11, I
3: think. Um, In te- 2006, Jeff Garcia starts playing for them in the playoffs, and they lose by three to New Orleans. I
0: like to say at that time I was winning my fantasy football league. Thank you very much. Done. Had, they had fantasy football back then? They did. <laughs> 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 yes, yeah,
3: yeah, that's, that's Kawhi on that for sure. In, in 2008, I remember this playoff game. It was the NFC Championship game, the last one for Andy Reid in and Philly before Arizona played Pittsburgh in my favorite Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Arizona won 32-25. to 25. Larry Fitzgerald scored three touchdowns, and they had a game-winning touchdown with three minutes to go to Hightower. Really? um wow. And that was like the last ride for McNabb. I think it was all downhill from there. Yeah, he, he lost to the he Cardinals. He got traded to
1: the Racial Slurs, so. and then <laughs> I think he played for the Vikings a little bit. No, I don't think McNabb played for the Vikings. I think he did. did. Fact check that real quick. Maybe you, that. Go ahead, fact check it while uh, you yeah, going. Run that lose. back. If you're wrong about yeah. Donovan McNabb playing for the Vikings, then
0: this segment is over. They okay. really, lo- really lost to the Cardinals in the NFC Championship game. Yeah, in two thousand. Wow. Two thousand eight He did.
3: He did. Wow! I wow. know my McNabb. I come love my McNabb. McNabb, come on the show. Let's talk about Tevin Coleman Completely together. Completely forgot <laughs> about Donovan.
1: He had to talk about last tennis. season. Was he played? Six, three, he played six, six games. games. Get out of here. Win a cool
3: one in hey, five. Once a Viking, always Should, no, should Viking. get that Viking jersey. In <laughs> yeah, 2010, uh, they had a playoff game. They lost to Green Bay 16-21. This was Aaron Rodgers and route to his only Super Bowl. Vic was playing. Uh, nobody oh, nobody remembers yeah. that Super Bowl. That was a he terrible Super Bowl. number. almost knows. 300 passing yards and a touchdown and another rushing touchdown. Vic's comeback. That was his comeback season.
0: He was incredible that year.
3: Then we go to Kansas City time. You guys remember the Indianapolis game? Who could forget? The 44-45 <laughs> to 45 loss.
0: Oh, that's ringing a bell.
3: He, um, they were up 38-10. to 10. But that was with Alex Smith. Alex Smith and Andrew Luck just oh. duking it out. That loss crushed me. Um, T.Y. Hilton scores a 63-yard <laughs> yeah, right. touchdown with five minutes to go, and that was the end of the game.
0: Oh, I know Frank remembers that one really well.
3: Uh, no, I'm not really that much of a luck guy. Eh?
0: Oh, wait, wait, really? Oh, it's just the Peyton Manning Colts.
3: Luck, uh, luck replaced Peyton Manning, and oh, he and then failed was, to achieve anything Peyton could do in four years in his career, so all right, all right. no way. <laughs> uh, in 2016, <laughs> this was um, – I asked my my stalwart Kansas City friend the worst loss, and he said this was the worst loss. Hmm. The divisional loss to Pittsburgh, 16-18. to 18. Pittsburgh won off six field goals.
0: Oh.
1: It don't matter how you get it done, baby. Just it just came it done. down to
3: a failed two-point conversion. It was Whoa. 16-18. Couldn't tie it up. Pittsburgh advances and loses to uh, New England Non-boring. in the next game. Non-boring. 2017, you guys remember Tennessee? Moving along. 22 to 21 loss. Mariota wow. throws a touchdown to himself. That oh. was a terrible yeah. loss. They scored wow. 12 points in the fourth Tennessee, another blown lead.
0: You lose to Mariota in the playoffs. That's ooh.
3: And then Ouch. of course last year we remember this, the overtime game 31-37, Brady throws the pick but D Ford was offside. That was a phenomenal uh,
0: game. Loved watching that game. And boy, I cannot believe he lined up offside. That's fundamentals, yo. Come
3: Andy Reid had some tough games to get to this moment. He deserves it more than anyone. Congratulations to you, Andy Reid.
0: I will say that I did, I did appreciate the raw emotion coming from Coach Reid. Me, I don't really got much love for Reid. I don't hate on him at all. I recognize he's a great coach, but I really did enjoy seeing the real emotion from him after he won the game. It was genuine, and, and you can't help but like that. Now, yeah. Kyle Shanahan,
3: show me some real emotion. You get
1: mad. Get sad. Don't con- be partying with Little Wayne. Were you physically confused as a Raider fan trying to figure out who to cheer for in this game? Uh, a little
0: bit. You know, I, I will say that you know the fact that I was watching it with my brother and he was rooting hard against the Niners, and also that I called for the Chiefs to win the game on the quad pod. I found myself rooting for the Chiefs. <laughs> oh. That's so dumb. Interesting. Yeah. That must yeah. have
1: been a troubling time for you.
0: It was weird. The, the, I would say the beer helped.
1: Troubling yeah. times in the Chiefs kingdom. The trade deadline happened. And, uh, yeah. Dude, the doves made a move. That was the biggest move. What do we think about this? I just want to read off some of the notable trades here, right? So the Pistons send Andre Drummond to the Cavs after the Cavs were notified by both Tristan Thompson and Kevin Love that they want out, but the Cavs said, nope, we're going to go all in with this. Imagine if these guys get to the NBA Finals and then it's a resurgence of big men in the league, right? Because it's just Uh Andre Andre Drummond, Kevin Love, and Tristan Thompson, and then a Colin Sexton, of course, (laughs) leading.
3: Detroit.
0: They'll lead the league in offensive rebounds. What the fuck? Yeah, honestly. Watch your mouth! They're going to lead the league in offensive rebounds. They're a
3: goddamn disgrace since Chauncey Billups left. They told everyone, every single player on our team is up for grabs. Take them. And the best they could do was a salary dump for Andre Drummond, the greatest rebounder in modern basketball.
1: What is does he really say in the other, you know? I mean,
3: he's a legit player. He's a legit player. I, I think Cleveland's really trying to entice Kevin Love with this pairing because I think they think Tristan Thompson's done um, with, with the, his tenure there. Terrible move. I mean, was Andre Drummond's stock that low that no one wanted to get anything? A second rounder? It's just
1: a modern NBA, what are you gonna do? You don't, uh, there's no need for those guys. Mike, was that a complaint to the station? Uh, that was a wrong number. Oh, I hate that. We're calling credit union? Credit union. We get so many calls from the credit union because our digit is like the, the second to third to last digit in the phone numbers mm-hmm. right there by the credit union. Um, Andre Drummond, <laughs> I say old school NBA big man, which nobody wants anymore, as uh, IE look at what's happening to Clint Capella as he got traded to the Hawks and God knows what's going on. The problem with all these trades that's going on right now is because it was basically just a bunch of salary cap reconfiguration. Is guys yes. got traded, dropped, cut. Now certain guys are going to get re-signed. Like now, apparently Deion Waiters is going to get cut from Memphis after that trade. Oh yeah, they, they that don't was, want him. That was the big that was the big Woj bomb before everything happened. Was hey Andre Iguodala sat out for half of this year and got a better contract, getting traded to the oh, Miami Heat. You know, you know
3: I mean, what old school centers work for teams? The Golden State worse
0: Oh, what's uh? Well, in the, always used an old school yeah, traditional did. big. Absolutely, yeah. uh, and Andrew Bogut helped usher in the dynasty. No question about it. And going back to uh to Drummond, that guy. I mean, he's a center, but he's not a stiff. I mean, he is athletic, fluid, fluid mover, great athlete, and in the right fit, he could thrive in today's NBA. I believe. Really, a big Andre Drummond fan, and he'd be perfect on the Warriors. That's a good call.
3: Um, with with the clink Capella trade. 65 games, the Houston, Te- uh, the Houston Texans, the Houston close, Rockets close. won. 65 games. I mean, both cho- months, both choking the playoffs, you know. So. 18 months, months later, <laughs> <laughs> Chris Paul, Clint Capella, Nene, Joel Green, three first rounders and two first round swaps have all been moved for Robert Covington and Russell Westbrook.
1: I, I heard a stat today. Actually, here's one that'll blow your mind: is that if the T Wolves get a hold of Jaleel Okafor, they'll have the Ooh. first three, oh, no. the top three picks from that year's draft in Cat, Delo, and then Jaleel Okafor. If they can get <laughs> Okafor, they'll have the top three picks from that draft on the T-Wolves. Is that not little, way a to, little wild? Way to go, Minnesota. They were also trying to woo over Devin Booker. All right, here, we're going to streamline this process. That would be
3: like the worst big three. I would love
1: to watch that. So in the trade, where's the breakdown of the trade that happened? Never mind. Here, which let me uh, back to which this one? one? Here, Okay, so I'm going to go to the Clippers trade, right? So the Clippers get Marcus Morris and Isaiah oh. Thomas. The Knicks get Mark, Maurice Harkless, uh, Isif Sonnen. The Clippers' 2020 first-round pick and the 2021 second-round pick via Detroit while the Wizards get Jerome Robinson. I think it's very obvious to say the Clippers won this trade.
0: Oh eh. yeah, they, they got a good piece eh. for, a cha- for a championship run.
1: Eh. Now you have Marcus I mean, Morris and Montrez Harrell down there banging. Those are two grit like, and I mean, we usually reserve the term "gritty" for white guys. I mean, you know, we all know why. But those guys are <laughs> walking grit. I won. You have the, probably the, the meanest team in the Clippers right now between Patrick Beverly, Montrez Harrell, and uh, Morris in that and locker room. After
3: Marcus Morris's comments, probably one of the more sexist teams. That's true. Yeah. Um, oh, slightly homophobic. Team, I maybe. don't know, like. I think the Hoo-ah. biggest win for the Clippers was that the Lakers didn't get him hmm. because they got him. Yeah, the, that's bo- true. They were trying to get him. Both teams, they have forwards. Oh, they got? They, they got nothing. guys like yeah. that. I I'm think still, if anything, yeah. you want to improve your guard play on both teams. So I mean, sure, he'll be there. He'll, he'll hit a three and he'll play some defense and he'll help out guarding Anthony Davis and LeBron but
0: I mean it, it is interesting that the Clippers were already stacked and they still feel like they need more I was watching the Clippers game the other, the other night Doc Rivers said they're still not where they want to be offensively they, even though they have four guys that average more than 19 points I'm still waiting for that team to congeal and coalesce and really show that dog in that fight that they're supposed to I'm, uh,
3: not, I'm not crazy about the trade. I don't think it's a bad trade. I'm there's some really big words it. that you're using over there, Luke. Can Thank you, you very way? much. Come on,
0: man. <laughs> Thank we get, you very we get much. It I mean, my your, bad. We get it. You're an editor. The team just uh-huh. needs to congeal. Yeah, congeal. They need to go like this. I'm I'm putting my, <laughs> my hands in it. Mesh. <laughs> they mesh. They need together. To mesh. <laughs> mesh. That's been uh, the word, yeah. Mesh. All right, yeah. how about
1: this? The Warriors agree to send DeMarcus Russell, or wait, DeMarcus, Uh, <laughs> DeAngelo Russell, Excuse like me. Jamarcus Russell again, yeah. and we got a problem. <laughs> Jacob Evans, Omari Spellman to the Timberwolves in exchange for Andrew Wiggins in a 2021 first round and a 2022 second round. I personally don't really care for Andrew Wiggins, but we'll see how he does for the rest of this year. And then I'll give him till this time next year to match. He's to one mesh. of the
3: most unpopular players. Because well, he's this, a yeah. bust. That's this why. Is the or at sup- least he has been thus far.
0: This is the super version of the JaVale McGee Reclamation Project. The, the Warriors brought in Javel McGee when his career was over. He. Did great for the Warriors in a reduced role, less pressure, all of that. Andrew Wiggins is going to be, I, I agree, you know, I mean, his career has been questionable, but now he's going to be the fourth most important player uh, when everybody comes back, of course. He's got the size to play wingman, to play on the wing, which is something the Warriors lost a lot of with Igadala.
1: Just be Iggy. That's all I'm asking yeah. Don't just, say Iggy. You know I don't care. He's not on the team ah. anymore. So just <laughs> He's be a very Iggy. serious guy. Just don't be say <laughs> just be Iggy. Just be Sean Livingston the best you can. Woo! And that's yes. all I'm asking uh, for with those guys. Yeah.
3: This this was a trade of another man's trash is another man's treasure, True. I think. Yes. Because we read Absolutely. later that the Golden State Warriors were more excited oh. about moving uh Russell than gaining Wiggins and the Timberwolves are the exact same way. They were more excited They really wanted Russell for Cat to prove that this is his home. Mm -hmm. But they're really excited about getting rid of Wiggins. And I liked what Steve Kerr said today. He said, "Uh, Minnesota needed Wiggins to be a star. We don't need that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kerr was –
0: Exactly, and Kerr also said, amazingly to me, he just said that the fit with D'Angelo Russell was questionable from the start. I always kind of incredible.
3: I always thought – I didn't know how it was going to work when you had have those three guards out there. Same here. Because Klay Thompson would be small forward, and I love Klay Thompson in his defense, but he is a perimeter defender. He's a born two-guard. He's not guarding Giannis. He's not guarding Kawhi. I mean, he can't guard Kawhi, but even when LeBron was playing them in the finals, it was Iggy and it was um, Draymond Green. Klay would take on a a rotation. but yeah, now puts them back into the fold of he's back in that two-guard spot. Thank goodness. He's going to help out Curry guard the best um, – Play. It's probably the
0: best part about the trade. You know, and yeah, it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be one to watch moving forward. Also the Warriors are gonna be watching the Timberwolves because that draft pick is protected in twenty twenty one.
3: Yeah, a- that's a huge thing. if Minnesota doesn't get a top three pick, which right now they're the fourth worst team, you now have we, we were, two great picks. Now
0: we were talking earlier and actually we were mistaken because Frank actually how it works out as twenty twenty is, 2020 is uh, the, the draft pick the Warriors received from the Table Wolves is, is next year's draft. Uh, so, we, and we, I, yeah, so that's, but in any event, uh, they're going to be watching their record and they got draft picks coming. The then Warriors we have a do.
1: trade like this where it was the four, four or five team trade, something like that, which is basically just consistent with a bunch of guys that qualify for a future game to play uh, <laughs> still in the league. So the Houston Rockets get Robert Covington, Jordan Bell, and the Warriors' 2024 second round pick via the Hawks, while Dang. the Hawks get Clint Capella and Nene, and then the T Wolves. Who are very active, of course. Obviously, they get they get Russell. On top of that, they're getting Malik Beasley, Juan Hernan, Juan Hernan Gomez, Jared Vanderbilt, Evan Turner, and the Nets' first round uh, pick 20, 2020 first round pick via the Hawks. While the Nuggets get Shabazz Napier, uh, Kieta Bates, Diop, Gerald Green. And Noah Vonley, along with the Rockets' 2021 first-round draft pick. So I have no idea what the hell the Houston Rockets are doing, but I'm telling you right now, it's not going to work out for them.
3: Munchkin, big ball. fan of Robert Covington. He was mm. huge for Houston. 14, eight, and four in limited mm. minutes. I'm, but they, the tallest guy on their team now, I believe, is six foot eight. Six so, foot seven. And it's yeah. Covington. Yeah. And he's going to be that that big man role on that team. I watched the Lakers game last night. It worked. Now that may just be um, early early jitters, and people don't know and Like, Wildcat catches fire for a month, and then people figure out how to stop it. Uh, But it did work. And James Harden, he just it wasn't like he wasn't shooting well. I mean, he was three for ten, but he just wasn't playing a lot. And they just had Westbrook do his thing, and everyone was shooting threes around him. I I think Covington's a perfect fit for them.
1: Last thing before we dismount from this. uh, I think looking at the way the Warriors moved and they, they got a lot of picks back in this year's trade, or this year's trade deadline and moving down the down the line, especially if you look at the trade of the uh, 70, they made with the 76ers where they get rid of Glenn Robinson III and Alec Burks. One, I would not be surprised if either one or if both of those guys come back yeah, next right. year uh, just yeah. because the deal is going to run out this year. But they also get... A 2020 second rounder, a 2021 second rounder, and a 2022 second rounder. And before you go quick to bash those, I believe Draymond Green was a second round oh, yeah. pick. Our so pastor. there has there has been there has been some stuff that they see there. Kill and the even Arena. if they're not gonna use those picks in the draft, they can at least package them together and move, which is important. Essentially what I see the Warriors doing right now is kind of like what the Raiders did, where they're just accumulating all these draft picks that way you can use you can either use them to draft or you can package them to move up. I just I'm very comfortable with not only the immediate future with the dubs with these next three, four years with the guys that are still under contract. I'm already looking ahead to drafts like 2021 and 2022 when we have these picks and these assets to move forward to try and keep the championship window open for as long as possible.
0: Well, they needed some chips and I think they had one second round pick in the next number of years before all this flurry of trades now that I believe they have five. And it's, it's... Often they're they're more valuable to, to you know attach to other trades and they're just valuable assets to have it more than anything I think with all those trades and they traded six rotation players it got them below the repeater tax they saved forty million bucks and in, in any year like this I, I suppose that's worthwhile.
1: So they have thirteen picks through the twenty twenty six season. So in twenty twenty they have th- uh, three. They have their own first rounder. They have the Jazz second rounder and the Mavericks second rounder. And then twenty twenty one they have their their first rounder. Um, They have the T-Wolves top three protected from this current trade. They have the T-Wolves second rounder. They have the Nuggets second rounder in 2022. They have a first rounder and two second rounders. 2023, they have a first rounder and a second. Oh, they traded their second overall. In 2024, they have no picks, which is concerning. But and then 2025 and 2026 picks? they have first round. They'll, they'll have some before we get. They, there. That's what I'm saying is yeah. you'll use a lot of the yeah. picks that you see from 2021 and 2022. These are all to, assets. They're yeah. clearly
0: not going to draft a player with all those picks. No, no, not at all. But assets. I like
1: the I like the options there that they have. So,
3: I like I like Philly's move. Instant offense off the bench.
1: Baseball, stuff happened.
3: <laughs> you like that? Yeah. I like that. All right.
1: Lukey Betts out of Boston.
3: He's a he's a pretty good player, right? He's all right. Okay.
1: He's I've heard good things. Okay. Uh, the Giants we're we're bringing back the uh, the retirement home. No, we're going back that route. We're gonna sign a bunch of aging superstars. So where do you guys want to start first with that with with baseball? What's going on in the hot stove league? Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts. Oh, that, was, that was the that was the headline. <laughs> the Red Sox. Hey, you remember that? Is that from? I think it's the scene from Curb where it's we're having a fire.
3: Sale. Yeah, that's
1: what's going on in, in Boston right there. Is they were sure. good. Good job, guys.
3: Thank you.
1: Uh, yeah. So I don't know. For me, there's no there's no salary cap in baseball. There is a luxury tax, so I get why they're doing it. But at that rate, like you're trading away literally probably the second best offensive player in baseball besides Mike Trout. And the only reason that nobody knows why Mike who Mike Trout is is because we don't show Angel games because they're not as good as the Red Sox. So. Good for the Dodgers. The this is about like the seventh straight year that they've gone balls deep all yeah. in to try and win a World Series. Totally. We'll see if they come up short again. Magic Johnson, baby. This is going to be historic <laughs> if they still. If, if if you're a fan of the Dodgers and they yeah. strike out, pun intended, this year on not winning the World Series, at this point, you just have to throw your hands up and say, "What the fuck?" Like what? Part of my French.
3: What What are you going to do? They're, I, I am really that. excited yeah. though. I'm really excited. I'm not a Dodger fan, and I know you guys are Giants fans. So you're an A's fan. Thank but, you. Uh, Thank you. So obviously Dodgers are the most popular here. I'm really excited for the revenge tour. Yeah, I know. They got they got in these two they lost two World Series to scandals. They got the biggest name right now Mookie Betts outside of Mike Trout. I'm so excited for them to win 157 games and lose <laughs> one postseason game. Oh no. Let's get Kershaw his ring. Let's let's avenge all these Bye legacies. Back. I'm so into it. Just just do it. Just it is save baseball. Yeah, it's, Avenge yeah. <laughs> baseball's horrible cheating scandal by just kicking everyone's butt. I'm down. Can I you like it. it. I'm, 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 a
0: I'm on board with that. So on board. Uh, especially if the A's can make it to the World Series and and uh, okay, maybe I'm not on board because they could beat them. But Boston
3: Jesus. beat their curse. I don't care about them anymore.
0: But that we that the Dodgers had. They got. They got. They got kind of robbed. For mm. as weird as Major League contracts
2: have gone, it, it's nice to see one team actually spending and just feeling like we're going for it. It, just doesn't, get, it
1: doesn't make sense why the Red Sox are cutting costs because your your owner is worth billions of dollars. I think that ownership last, group, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, but you know what I'm saying? Like there's, and again, there's no, there's just a luxury tax. So it's just a matter of if how bad do you want to win it, or how bad are you willing to spend for a championship? Well,
3: we saw this one one time before in basketball when the Oklahoma City Thunder got rid of Harden. Mm. That was a move of purely financial gain. And they never recovered. And now we're seeing that with Boston. The only difference is Boston has won previously. They've actually they've won four in the mm-hmm. last two decades, which is unprecedented for Boston. So-,
0: so Something I heard a Boston area reporter say on Cambiar is that his info was that the Red Sox thought that Mookie Betts had a uh, minimal upside. Also that he was, I mentioned uh, McCutcheon earlier, the, the, the comp. They thought he was going to go down the same path as that player and, and just degrade, and also he was not versatile enough on the offensive end for him. I guess too much of a pull hitter. Uh, just, just Luke,
1: just, take the headphones off real quick. You're not going to like hearing this. What the Red Sox did <laughs> here with Mookie Betts is they made a Khalil Mac trade. Is you <laughs> traded away? I'm I'm, in, I'm, I'm, I'm you, outraged. You traded away a guy that you are only hoping to come and find again. And when you yeah. say the whole well, we got picks we got assets and prospects. BS. The guy you had a you had a game changer right there. And you traded him away and you're going to try and sell yourself. It's like coming out of a breakup where it's like, you know, you lost a, you lost the catch. You lost the catch and you're trying to sell your, tell yourself, well, it's going to be okay. I'm going to be a better person for it. I'm going to grow and I'm going to learn. When really, you're just going to end up walking around about three months hating yourself. You'll be in the drink. There'll be I, something bad. I, I, I
0: like to comp. I would say that the Red Sox got actual players back. The Raiders draft, the Raiders trade was more risky because all they got was picks. Still, but I, I like the comp.
1: Ideology is, is still the same: is we're going to get rid of this once-in-a-lifetime talent yeah. with the idea that we can just go find another once-in-a-lifetime talent when. It doesn't work like that. Like right. we no, know yeah. it doesn't work like
0: that. I definitely, I slammed the Raiders when they made that. I believe I wrote a headline that called them incompetent uh, and it was a lot of fun doing that. Boom. But the the but the, it is possible as, right, the raiders, right. as the Raiders have shown to rebound from that and, and use those assets you get. The only thing is you're involving much more risk than the bird in the hand versus the, the two in the bush.
1: Mm, love me some bush. Dan, I
0: mean. Ah. <laughs> 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 yeah, that beer is great, bush beer, love it. <laughs> My favorite. <laughs> so who I made myself laugh okay. on the, the week? Mike, <laughs> excuse me. Uh, who
1: who did the Giants? Who did
2: the, who did the Giants bring back? The, it, it's just getting weird in uh, in the Giants front office they made they made what felt like hundreds of moves last year, where players would last two games and get cut and DFA'd, and they bring a new guy in, and there was this assumption that it would be this youth movement towards these like really analytics heavy guys and their moves this offseason have like gone against that we re-signed pablo they re-signed hunter pence today they brought in billy hamilton who (laughs) was good a few years ago uh wilmer flores i it's just i it's un they're it's going be with a fun the uh, training. Yeah, they're going with the, the Kyle. Who are these freaking guys? <laughs> it's the Kyle Shanahan theory. No one knows quite what they're doing. Like, no! Hey, we're going to make it work, though. Don't you worry.
1: Just watch the Giants out of nowhere just all Drew you, Smiley? You look up in August, and they're just inexplicably 13 games above 500 just competing for that wild card spot. Well, I mean,
3: last season, there was a, that month. Uh,
1: that there month. There was that month. Remember that that month. month. I mean, Ooh. it was a good month. What did it do, baby? That was a hell of a month right there uh, for the Giants. Positive
0: aspect, though, cheap ticket prices.
1: Undefeated. I, I don't know. It's San I will be going to a lot more Giants games this year. I'll learn their names that way by going in person and yelling, you know, yelling out stuff. And we'll see. We'll Having see pushed to, beer, obviously. Oh God. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you think. I'm going to enjoy that beer regardless. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. All right. Uh, Mike. Yes. Let's talk some hockey. We can talk some hockey. We can talk some hockey. I was ready to come yes. in
2: here with the, the put the pitchfork in the sharks. Their season was going to be done. But. Season, or well, major injuries, Couture breaks an ankle, Hurdle breaks a kneecap. You can break ankles and in hockey? Apparently you can. Damn. Both, the, both of them happened. Looked like the season was on the brink of disaster, and then they t- turned in their two best performances of the year and blew out two of the better teams by nice. five goals. Nice. So, my rant is, uh, is a little subdued from what it was going to be, just saying the sky was falling. So, I hope whatever... Horrible roster they're putting on the ice can uh, find some magic and maybe give Sharks fans some hope.
1: Well, I was telling our mutual Fred Lucas that I said, watch this be, when the couture injury happened, when he broke his ankle, I said, watch this be a galvanizing injury where somebody in that locker room is just going to look around and just be like, we're not bitches. Like, we're going to get this done. Everybody's going to count us out. And so granted, it's only been two games and they're still very much on the outside looking in. I'm looking at the points right now. 52. Go Sharks. It doesn't look like that's going to be enough to get you in the playoffs. Yeah. Eight, eight points out right Hockey's now. really dumb with their playoffs too, huh? So there's only two divisions in the Western Conference, but yet somehow there's still going to be eight teams.
2: Explain this to me. Division winner, next two teams become the <laughs> second and third seeds, but then you combine the, the two divisions together to get your wild cards for the seventh and eighth so seed. The, mm.
1: So as, of, as things stand right now, the Blues, Avalanche, and Stars would all be in because I'm looking at the central division points. And then you have the Canucks, Golden Knights, and Oilers in the Pacific Division. So you have boom, 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 those three teams. And then what? It becomes a race between the Preds, Jets, Blackhawks. I said Blackhawks. And then uh, the Sharks, Don't, don't I guess. sleep
2: on the Coyotes. The Yotes. The Yotes.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot about them. My bad. And the Flames. Correct. Yeah. So it, it just becomes. A, so the top three teams in each division make it. And then the last two spots are just whoever has the points. Exactly. Damn. So that sucks Mm -hmm. if you're in the Central Division because this division race is much tighter
2: this year. And shout out to California for really sucking this year. Oh, man. A disaster. Bringing the up the hockey, you guys at aren't hockey. looking at the hockey tables, yes. <laughs> so the uh, the Kings,
1: the Ducks, and the Sharks are all the bottom three there in the Pacific yes. Division. It's not at not least like they're not Detroit. Well, it so, makes sense because well, there's true.
0: no ice in California, so it's just not. Detroit's in the Eastern <laughs> Conference. <laughs> I'll take shots at them. <laughs> How bad is it over there?
1: Oh, <laughs> terrible! Good lord, thirty points. That's Historically historic bad. Bad. <laughs> Thirteen <laughs> wins. Imagine only winning thirteen games in a season. So yeah, that sucks, man. That's like uh, in the NBA where you got the Western Conference that's so strong and the Eastern Conference that isn't or was, uh, not that way anymore, if you will. Yeah, a lot of teams here in the NHL are going to be getting screwed out of a playoff spot because of the, uh, the dumbass way that they decided to do that. You know what they should do is they should just do top four teams from each division, boom, problem solved. You only want to have two divisions in each conference? That's fine. Just give me the top four teams in each conference. Down goes the bat. So I don't understand what that's about.
0: I demand reconstruction. I do.
1: I really, I really do. And that was talking hockey. (laughs) That was good. All right. Okay. It is time for another rendition of movie reviews thus far. And I'm not 100% sure if I had reviewed Hostiles on the podcast before. You have. I I was was trying to rewatch that one and I fell asleep again. So I decided, I was like, you know what? We're going to watch a Johnny Depp movie. The Rum Diary. Very good movie. Now, Frank has been keeping analytics on how long I've been making it through these <laughs> uh-huh. movies. Today, this is one where I made it through the entire film. It was that good, Frank.
3: It's a two-hour movie.
1: It is. It is a two-hour movie. Awesome. So, 120 minutes. Yep. It was one of those where um, it was a, 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 technically a bomb, you could say, because uh, it cost about $45 million to make. Only made about 23.9 at the box office. It's currently on all of your streaming services. But... Uh, it's a, it's basically, is, it, is, is it on Redbox? I'm sorry, I was gonna I was gonna go into this. Um I maybe, I don't know. I got a, I found it on Netflix. Thank yeah. you. What do you have to say, Mike?
2: If I go to Blockbuster, will it be there?
0: I don't know.
1: The only Blockbuster that's left is in Alaska. So well, me to, and Mike have a, a flight f- to Alaska. I to go, so we, didn't know to, we didn't know what to get. Of, uh, far, yeah. Anyway, it's a book uh, Hunter S. Thompson writ the or writ oh. wrote Rit. the run diary. Yeah, there you go, right up there with Travis Kelsey and fight it. Oh. Fight
3: it in writ. So, a little
0: bit just like Fear and Loathing, where Johnny Depp was in another Hunter S. Thompson uh, adapted for screen uh, thing, what have you. They ran it back. Run that so back. it stars uh, Johnny
1: Depp, Aaron Eckhart, uh, Michael Rispoli, Amber Heard, and then that's pretty much all the names that you kind of recognize. I recognize Giovanni Ribisi, but that was from a different movie. Or Ribisi, I think I mispronounced his, his yeah. uh, last name, whatever, it doesn't matter. That guy does a lot. Italian. Yeah. Ribisi. So all so, right. Papa so Ryan. John, True. I mean, so Johnny Depp plays Paul Kemp, who's an author who can't. He's a he's a struggling novelist, and he decides, all right, I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna write columns in my spare time, and essentially he goes down to Puerto Rico because he was working for the Times, and he sees that's an opportunity to go down to Puerto Rico. Well, he's getting employed by a paper that's dying, and it's dying because it's a propagandist paper where it feeds in and kind of helps the local uh, economy there keep things afloat and you know all that jazz. This is set roughly around the time that. Uh, Nixon and Kennedy are running for in that that presidential race. So what is this? Early 70s? Late 60s? Or or late 60s? Early 60s. Early 60s. My bad. Okay. History's tough. Knowledge, knowledge. Anyway, so around that time. Around that time before I was born. That's all I know. That gray area. And the the paper's struggling. He falls in love with... uh, Harvey Dent, the dude from Batman, that's who Aaron Eckhart is, Easy person to fall in love with. There you go. So she falls in love with him. He's kind of a douche because he's rich, you know, and he's got the cahoots. He's trying to privatize Puerto Rico, one of these islands, build a giant... a giant hotel on there. They're going to utilize Johnny Depp as the writer to kind of propagandously write some articles talking about what it could do for the island and try and get the, the native people every to every like
0: writer's, Every writer's dream. Is
1: this man yes. also
3: going to try to run for president? No. Okay. So
1: then what ends up happening is uh, Johnny Depp falls in love with his fiancée, and they kind of have a connection, and then Aaron Eckhart gets in the middle of that, and then Johnny Depp's kind of uh, struggling with this. Uh, do I maintain my professional life as a writer but I'm also very interested in this dude's fiance (laughs) well there's an insinuation of a sexual assault spoiler alert uh, halfway through the movie that kind of gets you caught me off guard I was just like woof okay and then you don't really see from her spoiler alert you don't really see from her for much of the uh like I would say for about a quarter of the movie she's there for the first half and then disappears for a good chunk and then comes back at the end and she's in and out and then that's it there's no spoilers so (laughs) it's really just Johnny Depp uh it's a story about Johnny Depp getting drunk in Puerto Rico, learning about yeah. what he can and cannot write about. But it's very interesting the story that it takes because obviously it involves a love story, and then he's got his his drunk you know best friend that gets him into trouble and is just kind of like oh this guy in the shenanigans. There's some illegal cockfighting in there with the birds, with the oh, birds, yeah? with the birds. That sounds cool. Yeah, so <laughs> that's how they make some money in there, uh, the type with the birds. So. You got that going on. It's, it's like the like South Carolina Gamecocks. Yes, yes. exactly. Right. The Gamecocks. Yes. Uh, except I don't know if they're putting razor blades on their legs like they're supposed to. So I've heard. I'm not, I do not participate in the cockfighting with birds. So.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: All right. Uh, so that's the movie review and I would highly recommend the rum diary. It, I made it through the entire thing. This is one that you're going to want to sit back and watch and, it's a good one. A, put it on the weekend. Maybe enjoy it with a with a good old glass of rum yourself. You know, or, or a nice mixed drink. Now, is it
0: as simple as he's just drinking rum down there? Uh, he's just it's it's literally him
1: drunk. He shows up and he's drunk, and he stayed he stays pretty drunk, not the entire time, but you could tell there's some moments of severe inebriation, and then like he there's a there's a scene where he gets chased down by locals because you know they're gringos and they're just not welcome down there and they get you know and it's it's just right around the time that we started occupying puerto rico and there's tensions between the locals and the the white people yeah
3: well i do love a good uh, charlie sheen impression um (laughs) so you told me how good the movie is how was the how was the poster I mean the poster the poster for the movie
1: I'm looking at it right now. Oh, like, like the cover? Johnny Depp standing in his boxers? How is it? It's I mean, it's all right. I don't really know. I'm so, like looking at it.
3: So, your movie was nominated at the Golden Trailer Awards <laughs> for like, best comedy poster. Like Trailer Park or Oh no, okay, I get you. I see it. So, I hope you enjoyed the poster. It was a it was, it was right.
1: nominated. Yeah. It's cool. Did they get anything else? Nope. No award nominations or nothing. Reception. I just gave you. Eighty-three percent of Google users like this movie. This is absolutely. See, Google's where you can trust it because it says right here, a review aggregator, Rotten Tomatoes. The film has gotten an approval rating of fifty-one percent based on one hundred sixty-six reviews. See, people know nothing. All right, you can't you can't rely on people. They're people are stupid and even dumber and larger we're groups. people. We're people. Yeah. We are. But at the same time, <laughs> those people are just people. Right. So. I, I, no, I'm with you. I agree with you. I'm just yeah. saying. I agree. I just I highly recommend the movie. It's
3: a good movie. I definitely enjoy. It.
1: All right, fellas. Anything else to punctuate this episode of the Quad Pod?
3: Well, of course, I need to plug
1: my new project. I was gonna say, oh, you know please, what I did? Yes. Shame on me because I got in word all the way toward the end of this podcast. I
0: didn't do our normal introductions, man.
1: Mike, I know. Who are we? <laughs> Mike Dewald. <laughs> Hi. Frank Somerall. Howdy.
0: Luke straub I'm disappointed this isn't ha- didn't happen earlier. These are the voices <laughs> that you heard
1: on the podcast. You can listen what, to. What, what are you doing with your mic? excuse me oh. I'm just playing with it just Crest, so caress could, that mic that way I can control where the voice moves and I can play theater <laughs> of the mind uh, sorry for burping in the mic that's really rude uh, I had the Lazzini sandwich man it just sticks in your chest god it's worth, um, it. It's worth it though DeWald's got his podcast
0: that was your time to say what your podcast oh, is
2: Rockin' Vino
1: Straub's got his podcast
0: oh yeah the Raiders in paradise rest, in peace,
1: Par- <laughs> rest in peace podcast hey
0: man, the Steelers got over on us already man just, just take it easy over there
1: <laughs> I have the cohort sports report that'll be back once the Niner fans that I help that helped me co-host it once they decide mm. that they want to they've got enough yeah. pride to come back or and talk about phone, it because I was ready to do a Jeff was loud wrong episode and then the Super Bowl happened and now there's no convincing me <laughs> otherwise you know and then Frank what's
3: your latest podcast venture all right so this is called Frank's Digest with Cora do you guys know that
1: Who's Cora? Cora. It's a,
3: mm. it's a website where you ask oh. questions to get answers. Right. Oh, so yeah. the entire Doesn't podcast is just you asking questions. No, They've so I have you, right? questions. Yeah. Let me let me read you one now. Cora, how are babies made? My neighbor huh. <laughs> won't give me her Wi-Fi password, but I think it's a waste to pay for separate Wi-Fi. <laughs> Should I ask again? <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> well, good, boys, what do you think? That's a good
1: one. Oh, uh. yeah. Oh man! So we could do a Q and A portion now. So I would asked definitely once. ask. Right. I, I would ask. You would ask. You would, you I would, would ask themselves? and just be like, "Hey, how much is your internet bill? I'll give you x amount of percent. You got to reach him, meet them meet halfway. Just be like, I'm mooching this, but I'm mooching it and not getting quite the same signal that well, you're getting. They're think, getting
3: much faster speeds than you are on the outside. I think anonymous person who asked that you you need to compromise. So if yes. if you're willing to carpool or something. Uh, you know, you got, you got to bring something to the table. You do.
0: I would suggest maybe trading an, uh, a Netflix passport or something like that.
3: Let me let me throw one more at you guys. Why can't we send submarines into Loch Ness and uh-huh. prove that the monster is not there?
0: This is a hit show, I think. <laughs> I'm stumped. I don't know well, why no, we I haven't I tried this. I have the this. answer. Then we have nothing to talk about. <laughs> I was
1: gonna, you got me stumped there. I have no idea what's going on as far as the... Uh...
0: Well, it's because the water is murky. No, we don't have
3: technology to get through that. I heard it's murky; it's too murky. You have to tape flashlights <laughs> outside the submarine. There's no, no, no. <laughs> people,
0: people! It's because all the Loch, Loch Ness monster uh, 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 droppings it marks the water, and it's impossible; it's toxic water. I, I would like. actually love to hear the
1: explanation for why there's not floating fecal matter there from the from the Loch Ness yeah, monster. Yeah, it's a big monster. It's <laughs> a good question. These are important <laughs> questions. I'm glad we're asking them. Hold on, I had something here. I think this is a hit show. The
0: last minute hold on can, can you get me on, on a guest appearance I, oh I'll,
3: well yeah we'll, we'll be i'll be teasing it every single time i'm kind of into though. this yeah. um, i'll this give good. you guys a couple of the best and the bad ones well, right, wasn't cool. there a way on instagram that you <laughs> cool. could
1: see which which ones you liked which uh yeah,
2: they make it really hard now
3: where where am i going
1: wow where do i go to find out which posts i've liked those settings your activity your activity
0: where no i wh- uh, and the quad pod notifications. <laughs> I had
1: something here. Hold on. No, don't go anywhere. I'm almost. I'm almost there.
0: Okay, let me just I'm say. There, uh, being settings. Yeah, Luke, account you want to help us out? Time? Like. Let me. Settings, uh, let me just say account. that uh, the Super Bowl was uh, Man, so dumb. Was was really. I don't have anything. I got nothing. I thought I had something. Okay. I was, okay. I do got something. I'm gonna run. I'm gonna run back. XFL and... guys. Oh, thank XFL. you. Jesus. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> um, get ready for the XFL this weekend. Also, Saturday night. Uh, Warriors play the Lakers. Andrew Wiggins is—it's possible he will play. So that's—that's that's something. You f-
3: guys need to pick your team to root for in the XFL by next week.
0: Yeah, no, I'll, oh, yeah, that's oh, a good.
3: the Battle Hawks. I don't even <laughs> have to check.
0: Well, where where they? What city are they that's in? That's St. Louis. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, pretty it, good. Is. Is it, it is. Is it? I just looked it up. Yeah, I just,
3: I just remember the name. Is.
0: That's that's not bad.
3: I'm, yeah. I'm taking. I think they're called the Renegades. The Dallas oh, uh, Renegades. Dallas, yeah. Here we go, I'm taking, baby. I'm Here am go. I'm leaning here's towards a, the Dragons. Here's a question. Here's a
1: question for you. Is masturbating while smoking weed called master blazing, hijacking, <laughs> weed whacking, or disappointing your mother?
3: <laughs> and that's the quiet part, guys. What do you do baby? That's my that's my
1: that's my I just know when I can feel it, yo, they're having sex. And, uh, uh.